Good morning. Thank you for joining this morning for practice of being aware of awareness. Your three bells, one in just a moment, one uh, midway through, the final bell 60 minutes from now. So as we take the first couple moments to just become comfortable, notice where attention has been and then gently take that attention from outward focus, turning it around to focus inwardly. We can perhaps recognize from the jump that something is here that is present, it's clear, it's available, it's on. There's a here-ness that's kind of it's palpable, it's immediate, it's known. We don't have to work on knowing it. We don't have to have, uh, walk ourselves into the knowing of it. We don't have to conceptualize it or understand it. It's just right here, right now.
So we just allow attention to rest on that inner knowingness, the beingness, the aliveness that as soon as we look for it, it's right there. There's no doing involved. It's, it's already being. The steady drumbeat of, of hearness. I'll share a little bit from the chapter we're contemplating again this week uh, in Helen Hamilton's book, Dissolving the Ego. It's chapter 15, The Ever-Present State of Here. She says, the practice is simply one of noticing that no matter where you are in the world, no matter what you are doing or who you are with, it always feels like you are here. There is a simple here-ness about wherever you are. Even if you journey to the end of the universe, if that were possible, it would feel like I am here when you got there. It would never feel like I am there. There is a position in time and space that only has relevance if this sense of here is present.
Helen writes, Hearness is not a geographical location in time and space. It is not a space somewhere on a map. It is a sense of being present in, around, outside of, and before this body was constructed. If you notice when you wake up in the morning, you will see the feeling of, I am here again, is really what is happening. Hearness is an intelligent field of energy that is perceivable as a constant in your life. This hereness is a subtle presence that is noticeable, but not by our normal senses. If you've ever noticed a feeling that something or someone was behind you and turned around 
to look but found nothing. Notice with hindsight that the feeling was if was as if something or someone was approaching the proximity of your hearness. Some presence touched your subtle field of hearness and you noticed this. How would this be possible if you are only this physical body? So we're looking right at the direct experience of hearness as an intelligent field of energy that is not just perceivable as a constant in our life, but that hearness field of energy is intelligent such that it is perceiving. There's an alertness, uh, an awakeness. And a vital life force energy, as Muji calls it. It just picks it all up. Aware 360 around us, not relying on the eyes but the eyes can be part of it, not relying on the ears, but the ears can be part. But if we took that away, took all the sensory perception away, there's still an inner knowingness, this subtle sense. Yes, where am I? I am here. Hearness is present. So just confirming for ourselves that it's a fundamental aspect of the contextual field. As is the silence beneath the sounds. The stillness, stillness beneath the movement.
Helen writes, this sense of I am here is the feeling of being someone that is located in this physical body. And this is how the practice must begin. As you continue though in your practice, you will notice more and more simply the sense of being here comes upon you. And it is not a thought I am here. It's just the sense of being here. You begin to notice simply that here-ness is constant and I am here comes and goes because it is a thought appearing in the here-ness itself. So the next time a thought comes, can we notice it as a thought? Is that which is being given attention right here, a thought that is arising out of the hereness, passing through the hereness, but that it is the hereness that is the steady, fixed, open, alive point that doesn't come and go, doesn't arise, doesn't fall, doesn't appear and then dissolve. The hereness is a steady, always present, intelligent field of energy.
Nearness is not just where you are. Every sentient being is having the same feeling of nearness. Consider for a moment if it were possible for you to inhabit another body than yours. If somehow your consciousness could be put in another person's body, it would still feel to you in this other body as if you were here. You would look back at your original body and it would be over there, not here. And again, we're checking to confirm in our own direct experience right now that this sense of hereness is a fundamental aspect. presence of contextual field of the silence, the stillness. That the hereness is an intelligent field of energy that is perceivable as a constant in your life. Helen writes, you can only think a thought here. Every thought that arises is not only arising in the here, it's arising out of here, this intelligent field of energy. You can only smell a smell here. You can't smell 
over there. It is registering in consciousness here. You cannot feel any emotion or have any experience over there. It has to be felt or be experienced here and now. So again, the practice is very simple. We notice what's registering in consciousness. Just allow it all to be just like it is, registering away. Check, 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 check. And then we notice if all of that that is registering in consciousness is doing so here and now. Whereas there are some sense, some things that come in as being over there. And we just continually check on that distinction to confirm in our own direct experience. That this subtle presence of hereness that what Helen Hamilton calls an intelligent field of energy is perceivable as a constant in your life. So again, is, is what is registering in consciousness doing so here?
Helen writes, the practice is very simple here as always. Take some time each day to sit down and be alone <laughs> or be with friends. <laughs> but what the practice is, is putting attention on the sense of hereness and keeping it there. And at the same time, the, ad, the, uh, the pointing is do not try hard to hold attention on the hereness. So do not try hard to hold attention on the hereness, but simply notice when attention has gone with thoughts or sensations or feelings or sounds, bring it back to the simple, simple sense of hereness. Is it happening here? Is the intelligent field of energy field of hereness present. She writes, at first, it may feel as if the I am here thought is what is being noticed. And that is okay. The practice is to take attention away from what is happening in the hereness, right? What is registering in consciousness right here and put it only on the hereness itself. Over and over again, during the practice session, you will find attention has wandered again. There is no need to analyze why you get distracted. This is simply your mind's way of distracting you even further. Stay focused on the sense of being here and turn away again and again and again from all other thoughts, all other sensations. So having read that, it's a really kind of juicy opportunity to notice the little subtle emanations of mind. Right? So mind may not be saying, I can't do this, I can't do this. It may just slowly start talking about a topic from yesterday, showing you a scene from an imagined later, or just all of a sudden kind of just chatting away about some sensation. And that's all part of the practice. Until that happens, we don't actually have an opportunity to bring attention back to the hereness, to ask, is this registering in consciousness? That is the opportunity. And that is the practice. It is the return motion. 
just putting attention on the here-ness itself, the fact that that object arose in consciousness here. That here-ness is what is present and constant. And the thoughts and sensations are what come and go, rise and fall expand and contract. We just keep noticing what's left when it all blows through and settles down. We're just staying focused on this sense of being here and turning away from what is recognized as yet another object being registered in consciousness.
So it can be said as a relative truth that there's only ever two things going on. One is that there's content. <laughs> there's that which is arising and being registered in consciousness, by consciousness. And then there is that consciousness, which is registering it, which is aware of it. That's the contextual field, the that in which the content arises, is seen, is known, is experienced, is noticed. And it's a it's an important step, but it's only a relative truth because at some point, when the shift happens from the focus on the thoughts and the feelings and the perceptions back to what's noticing, can be noticed that it's all arising, not just two, that which sees it, the contextual fields, the here-ness, but from it, it's arising out of it. So the consciousness watches, unmanifest consciousness, the consciousness itself. And then it watches as consciousness manifests things, which is all the objects within it. Up and down, sideways, expanding and contracting, and appearing and dissolving. the dance of the unmanifest into manifestation and then back out. And it is in that sense that what Dorothy Hunt said just rings true again and again, which is that the that non-duality is not at war with duality. It's how it expresses. It is the expression of non-duality. It is the very you know, vital energy taking shape, dancing about, and then exiting its time on the stage, yielding to the next manifestation, the next iteration in duality. And so it goes and so it goes. So Helen Hamilton points to this in this next paragraph, um, this next section called the progression of the practice. 
He writes, as you begin the practice, you may notice the thought appearing that I am here. And this is okay. <laughs> as soon as you are able to put attention on the background of hereness in which this thought and every thought is appearing, you do so. But you notice, she says, as soon as you are able to put attention on the background, on the hereness, as soon as you are able to say, is it arising here or over there? Is hereness still here? We can just notice sometimes that is readily available. <laughs> sometimes it appears elusive. So as, as you begin the practice, you may notice the thought appearing that I am here. And that is okay. As soon as you are able to put attention on the background, background of hereness, in which this thought and every thought is appearing, do so. It is a shift of focus from thoughts to that which thoughts arise out of. Thoughts can only appear in this hereness. And so as you continue your practice, it will seem as though more and more you are able to notice the hereness directly. Thoughts will seem to become less and less relevant. You will notice, however, that certain thoughts coming up seem to magnetically pull your focus away from the noumenon, from the noticing. And you will have the experience that you are noticing the thoughts that are appearing in the hereness. Remind yourself that you can only focus on one thing at once and confirm your conviction to wake up fully. It is just a thought that says certain thoughts are harder to turn away from than others. And that certainly may be a persistent thought, but thoughts are all the same. Every thought is the same as every other thought. There is no hierarchy. The only difference is what meaning, what relevance, and what belief power we give them. So we can't shift the focus from thoughts to that which thoughts arise out of if the thoughts are not noticed. 
can't let go of something you don't see. So the first step again and again is always, the prayer is always may seen happen, right? Clarity be given, clarity about what? About what's actually happening, <laughs> about the layers. And so just, again, just check in, register the fullness of what is arising in consciousness right here. You know, that, you know, even though we're, you know, 40 minutes in, there may still be a thought that says, you're doing it wrong. You don't get this. You're not going to get this. Today is not your day. Try again tomorrow. Conversely, there could be a thought stream that says, oh, you are nailing this today. God, you were just a loser last week in meditation, but today, today's your day, baby. And either way, can that be noticed? There could be some thought in between that says, you're so inconsistent. God, when are you ever going to get, you know, blah, 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 blah. And can awareness land on that? Can it just come out of the shadows and kind of having an inkling it's there and really come into the light of, of seeing? Wow, thoughts are arising. Here's what they're saying. It is just a thought that says certain thoughts are harder to turn away from than others. Thoughts are all the same. The only difference is what meaning, what relevance and what belief power we give them.
So remind yourself that you can only focus on one thing at once and confirm your conviction to wake up fully. It is simply a shift of focus from thoughts to that which thoughts arise out of. Thoughts can only appear in this here-ness. We can always notice the here-ness directly. Thoughts are all the same. The only difference is what meaning relevance and belief power, we get them. As you progress further, the sense I am here as a separate person will begin to recede. And the here-ness that is unchanged by any experience will show itself to you at random moments, unasked and unsearched for. In the end, it will be seen that you are this here-ness and the feeling that I am here was just a repeated thought that came with having a physical body for a short time. Here-ness is noticing its own inherent omnipresent nature. Thank you. 